Welcome to Woman Versus, a podcast where we talk way too much and a way too in depth about what it's really like to be a woman. This could get interesting. Hi, I'm Julia Sandy. And I'm Nicole Fisher. And we are two student journalists who appreciate, advocate, and celebrate all things women, regardless of appearance, race, and or sexual orientation. And before our male listeners get too upset, we support you and we're on your side. But this time, this one's for the girls. On today's episode, we will be discussing who we are and what we want to promote through our platform and what you can expect in the future from Women's Verses. All right, Nicole, take it away. So as Julia mentioned before, I am a second year journalism student. I'm very passionate right now about the Black Lives Matter movement, which is something that will definitely be discussed a lot more in depth on this podcast. And I've always been an advocate for women's rights and promoting mental health and wellness. Uh, Woman Versus is so important to me as a platform because I want to be able to share that I myself have gone through experiences and I know that certain women out there are going to be able to identify with that and I want to bring awareness to those kind of topics in a safe environment such as Woman Versus and especially in today's society I think it's so important to educate those around me to ensure gender equality for upcoming generations so that we don't have stigma and we don't have stereotypes around certain things that are deemed woman um, and certain things that are deemed male. And I'll let Julia tell you a little bit about herself and her experience with that. Great. Hi. So I'm Julia, as Nicole introduced me. And I like to think of myself as a pretty open and honest person. And I've always been a big advocate for celebrating women for who we are and what we do. So when Nicole and I met, immediately we knew that this was going to be something that we wanted to do was would be a podcast women versus we came up with the name well after but we always knew that we were very passionate about supporting women and having a safe place for us and for other women to feel comfortable talking about stories that they might resonate with so a little bit about myself ever since i was a really young girl i was always told that i was very girly but I liked what they called quote-unquote boy things. And even growing up, this was always interesting to me because I never saw it like that. I just saw it as I went ATVing with my dad and I went shopping with my mom. I never really saw the stereotype behind it. But when people would say, oh, Julia doesn't really mind getting dirty, I always thought it was a little bit weird because I was like, why does it matter if I don't like getting dirty? And not until I was older, that I realized that it was a stereotype. And so I think it's really important to have this platform so we can kind of break those stereotypes. And so we can make women feel comfortable in who they are and doing what they want to do, no matter if it's what a quote unquote girl would usually do, because there is no girl things and boy things. There are just things for everyone to do. And if you are talented in that subject or in that Um, I guess, work field or whatever, you should be able to do it, no matter your gender, no matter your color, no matter your religion, no matter whatever. I just believe in in social justice. Now that we told you a little bit about ourselves, we'll tell you a little bit about the podcast. Women Versus is going to run on a week-to-week basis, and every week we'll cover different topics. Sometimes we'll have special guests to share their stories, but sometimes it'll just be Nicole and I sharing stories that we've gone through that we think that you can resonate with. Nicole, do you want to tell them about some of the topics? 
So not in any specific order, but Woman Versus is going to tackle things like catcalling and personal stories and experiences with that, the dating and club culture in modern day society, uh, body positivity, mental health and self-care, whether it be our own routines or things that we think might help you. Um, We'll definitely be talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and many more relevant topics to today's society. We are super excited to have you guys with us. And for more information, you can check us out on Instagram at women underscore versus. Okay, so now that we got all of that out of the way, Nicole, let's talk about that TikTok that I sent you the other day. So this TikTok was posted by a girl. Her at is at M-I-N Holmes, H-O-M-E-S. Her name is Anna, if you want to look up the video. And essentially what it was, was Spirit Halloween's costumes. And she compared the male costumes to the female costumes or to the woman costumes. Nicole, do you want to tell them about your reaction to that video? Of course I do. So as soon as I saw this TikTok, first I laughed because it is so Julia of her to send that to me and want to talk about. And secondly, it is so influential in today's society, the way that social media works. So to post something like this, what I saw um, was almost like alarming because you don't know who's seeing this. And it compared the male costumes to female costumes in a way that always showed the woman as the more provocative, less dressed, more skin shown in different things like simple occupations. And I don't want to say a nurse is simple, but I just mean in the way that you see a nurse in scrubs and you see them covered head to toe, maybe in a t-shirt at most, but you never see anything uh, more revealing than that. So it showed a male fully dressed as how you would see a nurse and then compared a woman's costume side by side. And even the pose that they were trying to sell the costume in was provocative. Like she herself looked like a sexual object in this costume, half dressed, It was just the way that it was shown. Like you could tell that there was an automatic difference. There was an inequality against women throughout the whole video when comparing these very normative costumes. Julia, how did you feel about this? So just to kind of go further on it, in the video, a couple of the occupations that they did show, there was a nurse, there was an astronaut, there was a football player, and it even went down to um, not quite an occupation, but a scarecrow. Which, I mean, I didn't know you could sexualize a scarecrow, but I guess, I guess in 2020, anything is really possible. <laughs> um, but I mean, instantly, I just kind of think of, of that movie scene that we're all familiar with from Mean Girls, uh, the very popular Regina George line. I, oh no, I think it's actually Katie who says it. I'm pretty sure it's Katie who says it. But Katie says the line. In girl world, Halloween is the one night a year when a girl can dress like a total slut and no other girls can say anything about it. And you all know the line. And it's it's kind of interesting because I think as a teen, as a young girl growing up watching Mean Girls, I think that kind of implanted this, this how I should be on Halloween if I'm a girl, if I don't want to get made fun of. Because in the movie... When Katie shows up in realistically what you should be wearing to a Halloween costume, she is made fun of for it. She's patronized for it. And growing up as a young girl, being bullied, being made fun of is is not something that anyone wants to do. And I think for a lot of us, we did things to kind of fit in with that crowd. And, you know, 
I feel like personally, I did a lot of those things to just fit in with people and to, to fit in with my friends because I didn't want to get made fun of and I didn't want to be to say quote unquote Katie. So it's just interesting to me how society and movies and inspirational pictures just kind of inspires. Even when you look on Pinterest, when you look up on Pinterest, inspirational Halloween photos for females, what's the first thing that comes up? Yeah, just going off of that, especially with the idea of Pinterest, you get a lot of these, you'll type in Halloween costumes for women, and then it will have predictive text in college or in university or with friend group. And you see, and it's always something where they're half dressed. I mean, all the power to them. I would never put somebody down if that's what they wanted to wear. But it's just the idea that it's become so normative in society to or for a woman, I should say, to dress in something like that. And if you go anywhere out of that realm, it's almost like, what are you doing? And I don't know about you, but for me as a kid, even like you said, it was about trick-or-treating. It was about getting candy. It was about your parents taking you out. It was about getting to wear your favorite costume to school. It was just about all of these things that were so innocent. And to take something like that And to push it as far as society has to this 2020 version. And we haven't even had Halloween yet. And I can only imagine what people are going to be doing for costumes and what idea they can take from square one and turn it into something that is sexually objectifying. We're going to be seeing some sexy (laughs) COVID-19s. Yeah, we're going to see some creative costumes out there this year. I can guarantee you. You know what, though? It just makes me think when... When did that become forefront? Like, when did that become a thing in my brain? Because like you said, as a kid, it wasn't about that. It was about dressing up scary and looking like a monster or looking like a vampire, you know? Like, it was about, it was about Halloween. When did it not become about Halloween? And when did it become about wanting to look sexy? What, what led society to that being the normal. For me, it's kind of always been like that. I think the last time I dressed up as something scary was when I was a mummy and I was like 12. So even I have fallen victim to it. We all have. It's like almost like a process of womanhood. You go to school. Like I remember in elementary school, my mom dressed me in this blue M&M costume that I literally wore for like <laughs> four years straight. And I thought I had the best costume idea out there. And then growing up, it turns into like sexy M&M and it's just like body tight blue dress. I that. was a purple crayon. Yeah. Like, and they just <laughs> turn these, like, that's a classroom object. You were a crayon and it got turned yeah. into a sexy adult costume. Like, it's almost like it's just part of the process. No, no, no. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was a purple crayon. But there are sexy crayons. That's what I mean. How did we get, how did that? How did we get come, there? How did we get, yeah. How is that a part of growing into womanhood? Why, why is that junk in there? <laughs> and like yeah. I said, all the power to you if this is something that you love and this is what makes you feel confident and you look forward to something like this every year. We are just talking about the process of how did we get from innocent to here. And it's okay to be on the other side of the spectrum and to practice this and to say, you know what? I'm an adult. I'm going to dress how I want. I'm going to go out to a Halloween party and I'm going to look good doing it. That is 100% okay no matter what we just mean. How literally, how did it get here? And how did the idea get warped from childhood 
through teenage years because that's kind of where it starts when you start getting invited out to these Halloween parties and it's the first time that your parents aren't around, that kind of thing. And then to womanhood where you're hosting parties, you're going to parties, maybe it's a company party. You don't know how to dress because the availability of costumes to you is provocative. So with that little Halloween rant out of the way, we're gonna get personal for a second. Cole and I just started our second year of J school. And with that being said, things are a little bit stressful. We have definitely picked up a lot of extracurriculars, I guess you could say. Um, And I think at the end of the day, it'll all be good experience, but it's definitely just a lot right now. And I think kind of keeping myself in touch with my mental health and making sure that I'm okay is something that I'm really focused on right now and something that I think is really important for everyone to do, especially since we're all living in such weird times right now. I mean, I think everyone can kind of agree that we have never lived through something like this. And this is so weird for all of us to go through. And I think for a lot of us, we just need to kind of give ourselves that little bit of time every day to make us feel a little more human and to make us feel a little more ourselves. Because at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we are happy. So everyone else is happy. But you know, school is going well. And I feel like I'm stressed, but I think it's a good stress. Nicole, how are you feeling with school? How's things going with you? I think I speak for uh, our program when I say that things have picked up super quick, but it's nothing that we're not ready for. We definitely have great supports there for us to make sure that we get everything done and to the best of our abilities to have our name on something that we're proud of. But yeah, it's definitely been crazy starting and I can only anticipate what the rest of the semester has for us in store. But I'm sure with time management, we'll all be fine. And I've just been keeping up with my self-care, checking in with myself when I'm feeling overwhelmed and just reaching out when I need the extra support and trying to create a student community um, that we all feel comfortable in so that we can all reach out to one another when things get a little bit tough, especially during COVID-19 and schools being online. This is really new for a lot of people especially maybe international students who are not even close to the campus um, and they are dealing with the time change. So with that, that brings us into our topic for next week, which is going to focus on mental health, mental wellness, and self-care during these unprecedented times. So Julie and I will be going over a little bit about what we've experienced and how we're dealing with it personally. Thank you all so much for joining Women Versus this week, our debut week, our first episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed it and we didn't bore you too much and you thought our ranting was semi-interesting and you're going to come back next week when we talk about our self-care routines and give you some tips about mental health. For more podcasts, you can check out riotradio.ca.